Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW. Sometimes it's something we've learned. Sometimes it's something we're struggling with. But the bottom line is, there's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, Ricky is a teacher, so she's back to school and she's got a new routine. So our conversation today centers around preparing for a new season and how identifying and focusing on our top three priorities can give us a roadmap through a new season and routine. Are you ready? Let's talk. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. First, we must greet... The birthday queen. Madam, she is now officially 40. Do I look 40? Do I look 40 with an espresso? I just don't know. I want to say Nespresso one more time. (laughs) I just have to say it again, okay? Because my ladies here blessed me with the best gift ever. No diss to anyone who got me anything else, but... machine, And I think that my husband is sick of me. I'm like, would you like me to make you something? I have a frother. I can do it for you. So anyway, sorry. You're all set up for your fancy coffee drinks now. Fantastic. Thank you you all again. It's the first time I think that all three of us have the item. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'm usually the holdout. But <laughs> Aaron, I promise you, for your next birthday, we're not getting you a Peloton. I promise <laughs> I won't be like, guess what? Look, <laughs> no prices right here. <laughs> You're like the Peloton app. Here you yeah. go. Here's the app for three months. <laughs> Unless Peloton wants to donate that for Aaron's birthday, you know. <laughs> we ain't going to say no to that. <laughs> Well, your birthday is here, and that also marks another special thing for us because we all agreed that we were going to change our points reset day to Monday um, and all the way through your birthday. We were going to do that all the way through your birthday. Yeah. So how do we feel about that? Are we going to continue? What is the consensus, ladies? Well, I'll start. I, I actually have found that I like a Monday weigh-in. I really enjoy it. And I didn't like it this time because it was right after my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) But I still maintained. I didn't, I didn't, 
I did not. So that was really great because I started off getting off topic real quick. I started off the day with on the bike and ended it with a walk. So I think that helped. Nice. Yeah. But um, I think that something Jocelyn in our group said in response to um, the points and the day resetting really stuck with me when she said that she liked Tuesdays because that was the time that she was able to accumulate more points. She said, yeah. I, I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to approach my week with that mindset that mm-hmm. the points reset day, like really Saturday and Sunday, I have the most points because I'm getting closer to the end of the week, as opposed to it being that there's less. Mm-hmm. So I found it to be very helpful to not go over on the weekends and also to just be more consistent throughout the week. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? That's awesome. Ricky. I also really like it. You guys know how I felt. I was very reluctant. Change is hard. And I just didn't think it would be successful. But I've been really consistent with um, the scale and with tracking um, because I am trying to get to the weekend. And I know that's when I tend to eat out more. And I feel like it's really impacted my weekdays positively because Monday I'm weighed in. I, I feel good about starting the week. And then I, it's already the weekday. There's no carryover from the weekend anymore. It's just a fresh start. And then I'm really focusing on keeping those points at the end of the week. And like you said, Candice, it gets even more exciting when I add activity points to that with the goal of not necessarily using them, but knowing that, oh, if I absolutely need to at the end of the week, when it's the weekend and I have, you know, let's say I'm going out to dinner with friends, I can. Um, So there's been freedom in that and also just in changing things up, doing the same exact thing for year after year, um, I think wasn't helpful. So I, I'm a fan too. I I'm glad that you guys challenged us to do this because I think it's been really beneficial, but Aaron, you were really skeptical. Yeah. Uh, What are you feeling now? Well, I feel like I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I got into it. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I'm still a little on the fence because I feel like some of the, the, the points in the way that it's resetting for me doesn't, it doesn't quite feel right yet. Um, But I will say that as long as, and I think I mentioned this several episodes ago, as long as I am focused on tracking and doing the right things, it shouldn't matter which day, Mm -hmm. right? Like at the, at the end of it all together, it really shouldn't matter which day Mm -hmm. there were, there was a a light bulb that happened. Um, Yes. Jocelyn's comment about when I start, like, this is actually the lowest my points will be because I spend all of this time. First off, let me just say something about that too. That is the power of community. That's why what makes WW so successful um, and and helps us out in sharing those types of ideas, because that was such a mind trigger. And I went, Oh, Jocelyn does this. I I should be able to do this too. Yeah. Let me try it. Thanks girl. Uh, The other piece was a lot of people, again, revelation for me because they're coming in as newer members rather than us old salty dogs that have been around (laughs) forever where we weighed in and points reset on the same day. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that's no longer the case anymore for WW. You can weigh in on a different day and points reset on a different day. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people said, well, this is the day that my points reset and I've chosen this as my weigh-in day. Mm-hmm. Separate options. And I thought, wow, I can I can do that. So I could keep my Saturday weigh-in but have my points reset on Monday. And I've even mm-hmm. thought about switching my official weigh-in 
to a Wednesday mm-hmm. with the points resetting. So I'm still, I don't know. I'm a middle child. I, I like to be a little bit more free and, you know, so. yeah. <laughs> but I still think going back to your point, which I think we need to scream out to everyone is it really should not matter because mm-hmm. it's more about the consistency of the tracking or the habits. It's like the day. Cause I think for me and probably for all of us, you know, we can make things work, you know, right. Really, really want to, but right. what I think has worked so well for all of us at different times is Aaron, you have been consistent with your tracking. Mm-hmm. You've been consistent. Ricky, you've been consistent with your tracking. Mm-hmm. 47 day streak for me. Do you see what I mean? So that more than anything is probably where the focus, you know, this is a, you know, this is a, some, I feel not fuddy duddy stuff. Like what day my point's going to reset doesn't really change how you're implementing the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, before we dive into our topic, I want to just highlight some things that have been happening in the real WW talk Facebook group specifically, because we can have more conversation there, but of course we're on Instagram, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. You may find us anywhere. Um, but this is Linda. Linda says, I am proud to report that I am ending my week in the negatives. I know that sounds weird, but I have never in the many, many years of tracking my food truthfully tracked mm. when I messed up, binged, ate too much, got the munchies. My MO was to forget about it, start over the next day, start on Monday, start again next week, or frankly, just binge even more. Mm. I couldn't stand seeing the negative number and it was the perfectionism that was getting the best of me. I could never face the music, but something has shifted recently. One of the recent podcasts really made me reflect and realize I have never, ever tracked into the negative and I needed to start. In this past year, detaching value to numbers and other people's personal baggage has been a game changer for me. I can make a choice and own it. I can choose to take action or not. I can hear someone's opinion and not let it dictate the rest of my day or even week. So here's to putting change into action and tracking what we put in our mouth and moving on. My goodness. Wow. All the Bravo stars. Yes. I felt that post when I saw it. I had that really. Yes. Major. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I was Such so happy. Transformation. Mm-hmm. I love that. So Linda gets, she gets our Bravo stars, our jazz Bravo fingers here. I feel like we should have like a song or something. And the Bravo star goes to you and then do Bing. something. <laughs> I also want to highlight Connie. Connie says she's been working on a grateful journal and also writing down her goals. And she shared a day in her grateful journal in hopes that it would inspire others. And the things that she has for her August goals, she's got her doodles on there. It's It's so great. Do at least 10 minutes of exercise a day, have at least one fruit and one veggie a day, write three things in my grateful journal every day, and then track my calories, even if I go over my limit that I have set for myself. Realistic. Those are her realistic August goals. That Mm -hmm. sounds doable and attainable, don't Mm -hmm. they? Yes. I love that. And then Adriana, this is, this is our final one. Adriana, she is brand new to real WW talk and she's uh, said that she's a 41 year old cardiovascular ICU nurse. And this is her nth time rejoining and starting 
We got you, Adriana. <laughs> you ain't alone. Uh, she found the podcast a few days ago on Spotify, and she said it made her want to um, log back into her Facebook account and then hold herself accountable. And she says, I'm accepting my negative 53 weeklies, one more day to go, and weigh-in is Wednesday, and I'm on a three-day tracking streak. Whoop, whoop. Way to go. Yes. Loving all these people who are embracing the honesty of the tracker. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. It's so motivating. It's, it's, there's just so much freedom in it, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Just be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the other things that we're seeing show up a lot in the group that I absolutely love is that people are sharing meal prep, um, mm-hmm. the meal prep that they're doing, whether it's maybe they're just meal prepping just fruits. And th- here's the thing with meal prep. We tend to think because we see, you know, the influencers doing all their meal prep and every lunch, every dinner. Sometimes you have to look at yourself and go, okay, what is the meal prep that's going to best help me right now? Mm-hmm. And for some, it might be, I'm just going to meal prep fruit for the week. I'm going to meal prep my snacks for the week. I'm going to meal prep an evening snack because I know I lose it in the evening. And so this is a thing that will help me stay on track and maintain. And I love seeing so many of those like kind of micro meal preps that are popping up. Mm -hmm. But that makes me think about, you know, we are getting ready to go into another season of change. Like Ricky, you go back to school. tomorrow. I do. <laughs> and I know a lot day. of our listeners who are in uh, the Southern States of the U S they've already been back to school for, you know, at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know about some of our international listeners, you know, what school looks like for them, but you know, we're, we're definitely embarking on this mm-hmm. next, mm-hmm. this next season of a, of a routine alteration. And you'd think we'd be used to it. Like, you know, my fellow teachers out there, you know, every summer knowing that you have this time off and that you're going to have to get back into the swing of things. And so there's a routine in that, like knowing that I have my summers off, I have my breaks throughout the year, but every year it it just hits you like, you know, like it's a surprise or something. Um, It comes out of nowhere. And the worst thing that could happen is to be unprepared. So I, I think, what I'm trying to do and what I'd love to hear feedback about in the group is just what are we doing to be prepared and how are we meal prepping to make sure we have successful, you know, lunches, things that are filling us up during the day. Cause there's always challenges. There's always the the surprise cupcakes that show up or the, the vending machines calling my name. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with the season and with all the changes, I think comes a lot of, preparation that can be really helpful to get to get us through. Mm-hmm. Well, Ricky, what kind of preparation are you doing? Well, so for me, it was going to Costco today. It was like picking up the things that I know will be make me successful, like getting a bunch of triple zero Oikos yogurt, because I know it's really low in points. And I find that if I start my day low in points, it just it's so much easier to be successful the rest of the day. Um And then having things, I I had some, you know, pre-packaged like bags of rice cakes, like the mini ones that are like chip substitutes. (laughs) So knowing that I can pack that in my lunch and having already had some frozen meals um, that I got from Trader Joe's the other week that I had left over. So knowing that I had that already made me feel like I'm ready to go back because I can just throw that in my bag even though it's not things that I actually cooked, I was still prepared. I mean, food is food, whether you cook it or someone else, right? (laughs) Right. 
things, right? It is. But I think there is sometimes shame in, you know, people who try to shame you for buying too much processed food or things that, you know, you hear about how much sodium is in frozen food. So sometimes I find myself feeling like guilty for buying those types of things. But I think sometimes you have to think about what's best for you in the moment. And if I know I don't have the capacity right now, or I I need to have like put time aside for myself to have me time, and that means buying some frozen meals from Trader Joe's, I think that's the best choice for me in the moment. Yeah. Sometimes the best answer is, well, it's a good thing you're not the one eating it. And I right. am. Hey. <laughs> right. thank hey, thank you. Listen, if you want to cook me those meals, I mm-hmm. am so excited. I'll buy you the containers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You let me know mm-hmm. where I come to pick it up. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I think my, you know, I always think about, you know, because school's coming back. It makes me think of fall and fall mm-hmm. is the next season, which is my favorite. And that always gets me into the crock pot. And so I found a thread and I don't know if it was on Facebook or Pinterest or wherever that had a whole lot of crock pot meals that you can throw the ingredients in the freezer in individual bags and then mm-hmm. throw it in the crock pot like when you leave out for the day. So because I'm running around with a three-year-old and rarely feel like cooking, sometimes the weekend is the best time for me for meal prep. But that doesn't always happen because I have other things that may be going on. So I'm trying to leverage the tools that allow me to set it and forget it because it just fits into the busyness of my lifestyle. So and I just think the food that that cooks for a long time tends to have like really enhanced flavor. I don't know if you all feel that something about Mm -hmm. a crock pot meal just feels like it's just Mm -hmm. hearty and the seasoning is infused into Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. I have a taco chicken um, that I like a chicken breast that I put into the Instapot with Mm. taco seasoning and stuff that's going on right now. House smells amazing. So things like that, I think are helpful for me. And especially with proteins, like if I can do like chicken breast or something that I can add to other meals, that's what's really helpful for me as we're going through Mm -hmm. this transition, because it's busy. It's busy. And you have to kind of get your footing, you know, like yeah. what's the day looking like now? I had all this free time, but things are changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about exercise because I always feel like Ricky, when we get to this season, like you, you will get the food on lockdown and then it'll be, Oh no, but my exercise. And <laughs> where are you, where are you with that? So I've been doing well and I've been mentally preparing myself to get up early uh, and start my morning workouts again. Physically, I'm not, my body's not prepared as far as like, you know, am I going to roll out of bed at 445 in the morning when I've been waking up at nine? (laughs) Um, But I've been trying to mentally prepare myself for that um, because I have had a variety of walking this summer when it's not too hot and getting on the bike and in the past few weeks, especially have been very consistent with doing something at least three, four times a week, which for me, I feel like is, it has been my goal at least you know, more so four or five times a week, but I've been getting really close to that and I don't want to lose that momentum. So my plan is to get up in the morning. My timer is already programmed into my phone and I'm starting now, I'm not starting, you know, when the kids come back, I'm, I'm getting into the routine now. Yeah. What about you, Erin? Like when you're, do you find for your schedule that this time of year has any type of changes for you or is it kind of more of the same? 
So I'm, I feel like a little bit of an anomaly in the sense that my route to work doesn't take me past any schools. Mm-hmm. So I really don't have to worry about that. I noticed the volume will change a little bit on the road, mm-hmm. but I work primarily from home. And then if I, I only go into work two days a week and it's a really short drive. So it, it really doesn't have an impact on mm-hmm. me. Um, I will tell you that I do notice for me that I, I mentally go through seasons and already right now, I'm I'm feeling mentally change, like the change of the season, like I'm ready for something a little bit new. I feel a little cantankerous in my soul, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And at the same point, I don't want to let go of summer, you know, like any of those pieces. So I think the piece for me is just really thinking through like what is what is coming and working on being content with where things are right now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel the wanderlust of the consistency, meaning the consistency starts to get too routine for me. And I, mm-hmm. and I want to kind of break away from it. Mm-hmm. And so I want to dig into that more. I want to, as Candace, as you have said before, I want to get curious mm-hmm. about that. Why is it that when I'm I'm exactly where I want to be in this consistency. I, I want to do things to self-sabotage, frankly, mm-hmm. and or um, not go along with the consistency that I wanted. So that's the piece that I'm trying to figure out, like, where what is that? Yeah. Where does that come out of? Why is that? Is that just because I'm not, I'm just not varying things up mm-hmm. enough? I don't know. But that kind of goes into maybe what I was going to challenge us to think about now as well, which is we've had enough data. We've lived, I've lived 40 years, all right, um, <laughs> that we can look back on. We've we've seen this season before and we know what yep. it feels like to start off with like, okay, well, I'm going to do these exercises right. and, you know, it's a fall and I'm going to make my crack clap, all the things we talked about. And then- things happen. Sometimes maybe we've been successful and maybe there's been some seasons where we can look back on and say, I did those things that I said I was going to do. But I, if I'm honest, more often than not, I start off with the best of intentions and then kind of what you're saying, Aaron, when I get to the winter, I'm like, you know, well, the winter's here and we're just going to think about what we're going to do going into the cold what happens that we can, I'm trying to think about that I can anticipate, you know, during this season that causes us to maybe not implement throughout the entire time. Mm -hmm. I would say for me, it is setting too many lofty goals that aren't realistic. Like, well, you know, I'm going to start off with the 4am workout every single day Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make a home cooked meal every single day. And I'm just really excited because it's going to be all this stuff. And I don't plan for the things that do come up, like my husband's birthday or the Mm -hmm. labor day, whatever. I don't build those into my expectation because I'm still expecting perfection and it throws me off. And then I don't know how to rebound. And that's been my, my, my downfall every year. Is just the perfection rears its ugly head. Mm-hmm. I so. think tagging along to that part of the perfectionism 
makes us overextend ourselves. I don't know about you guys, but like, I think this season is the one where it's like, oh, there's a new semester of groups at my church. And then there's, you know, things that you can do electively at work that you can sign up for. Or there's, you know, the holidays. I know it feels like it's far away, but it's around the corner. And we're already saying, oh, well, you know, I can host this at my house or I can host that game night or you know, there's, I think this is the season I feel like where we do tend to kind of start to overextend ourselves. And because we don't want to say no to things, we don't want to, you know, miss out a FOMO of everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think part of that is being unrealistic about how much we can do. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Ricky, it's funny that you say that because one of the things that we're working through at, at my work, we're calling it, there are our priorities. What are the priorities? And it's very easy because everybody has their own priorities. And sometimes mm-hmm. you are needed for someone else's priority. And when you go to do someone else's priority, you actually get off of what the main priority is. Mm-hmm. And so we've been going through identifying what are it we set a goal like this is our company priority. If we don't do anything else, if we do anything at the end of the day, it is these three things that must get done to advance things forward. And so getting realistic and and we're getting realistic to the point of how many in this quarter, how many work hours do I have? Now minus out how many of those work hours are in meetings. Most of us have standing meetings. So minus all of those out then minus out if you're going to be working on just your daily work minus those hours so how many hours do you have left to, to actually work on this one thing mm-hmm. and that has been incredibly eye opening for many of us to see i only have in this quarter roughly 50 hours spread through three months to be able to work on a particular project to advance something forward. And I've been trying to apply that to my own self, looking at, well, eight hours of my day, I'm at work. I'm not doing WW, right? So what are the hours that I have in the morning? And what are the hours that I have in the evening? And out of those hours, how many of those hours during the quarter are spent? I'm doing an activity at my church. I'm doing something with the nephews, my nephew and my niece. And then what do I have left to be able to do meal prep and to work on myself? That has really helped me gauge and not overextend myself because I've, that's what exactly what I've been doing. I have the best of intentions and the worst of follow through because I'm not accurately projecting what I am able to do. 
and work they used to call well when I was working with the veterans court we called that mission planning like everything about when you work with veterans or military it's what's the mission what are we trying to accomplish and everything else is fluff mm-hmm. you know and when you do approach your day Aaron like you're saying i think that it helps you to gain clarity mm-hmm. and focus in the areas the top 3 things i'm a person who can have a to-do list that has 50 60 things on it just because it's on there doesn't mean that's really where my focus needs to be. Because right. you know me, I like to put, I got to use the bathroom check. You know, I went and brushed my teeth. <laughs> you check. love your like, check mark. I like my check boxes, but not everything is a priority. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know. I the bathroom the, is a priority. <laughs> they used to yell at me at work. They were like, stop putting the bathroom on there. Because what happens if you never get to it? Like, is that like... <laughs> This is a problem. Listen, that becomes a problem because then you get UTIs and you're not not drinking. And I'm like, well, the to-do list didn't tell me to do it yet. Right. (laughs) Um, The three things is a really big point. You know, I try to focus on that as well. What are the three things that before I put my head on the pillow, I must get done today. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that one of the things that has come up in this season of my life is meal prep. Mm -hmm. Like, for me personally, it's gotten that high up because it impacts all the other days and the nutrition of myself and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to work on making sure I'm getting enough cruciferous vegetables and and getting fruit the, the five fruits and veggies into my diet consistently. But that requires having it there, mm-hmm. having it prepared in the way that I want. And I used to think that that was one of the negotiable negotiable items on my to-do list, but it's just not. Mm -hmm. And that was a humbling thing to remind myself that I didn't fight so hard to beat cancer and to do this, to not recognize the gift of my health. Mm -hmm. And we can talk about all that we have to do with being a teacher and the priorities at work. But if we're not functioning to our optimal level because we're not nourishing our bodies or not moving our bodies the way that they need to. It's almost like, mm-hmm. you know, really get your priorities together. And people mm-hmm. receive out of our overflow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and there will be something overflowing. The question is what is overflowing? Mm-hmm. And if we're taking the time to look at these things yeah. and plan based on these, those are the things that fill us up so that it can spill over to other people. Like it's the old thing of like what, when, if you're like, you're a cup of coffee and you get knocked, you you get pushed, what's coming out. Well, coffee's going to spill, spill over, right? Like what is spilling over from you onto other people? And like I said, like, I feel like I felt cantankerous in my soul. And part of it has been, I haven't been while I've been tracking everything Mm -hmm. and I've got my tracking streak. I haven't been paying the extra special attention to my meal prep, which leads me to not feeling good in my head, which, Mm -hmm. you know, those things spill over when my kitchen is a mess and my, you know, diet, like that spills over. So Mm -hmm. how important is it to me? Like if I have to look at the next three months, where are the top three things that are mission critical? Mm -hmm. I need to make sure for me that I've got meal prep going. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I am drinking my water and I need to make sure that I'm every day getting some form of movement in. And if I'm doing those three things, I'm a better, healthier Aaron. And that is what overflows. People get the healthy mm. Aaron overflowing to them. 
I think it's so important to acknowledge what those things are for you. Cause I think sometimes we don't know what they are or we, we think we want something else. Like we might say, Oh, this is my priority or these top things, things are my priority. But I think that's such an important thing, Erin, to notice what comes out of you when you prior, when you're prioritizing, let's say these three things, what's coming out of you, what are you producing? And if you're not producing what you want to be producing, what you want to be giving off to the world, then maybe you need to change your priorities. Mm -hmm. And you know what I think is also a key point to that, that my command sergeant major used to always say, because he was a very, I don't know, these military men, they're very, their affect is very flat and they're very, what do you need? And he would say, your emergency is not my priority. And that was important for me because I used to absorb other people's three things that was very important to them, but it may not have been what I needed to accomplish in the day. Mm -hmm. And they wanted me to put my things to the side to help them reach their mission. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't my mission. And he would come and he'd say, Ms. Edwards, your emergency is not my priority. Basically, you need to plan better before you come here because that's not on my to-do list for today. Mm. I'll get to it when I get to it. Mm. All all right, then. I mean, that's a boundary, Mm -hmm. but that also is true. And it taught me how to do that also and why it's important for me to implement that into my own life. Mm -hmm. Because people will let you add things to your list to make them, to reprieve them Mm -hmm. or to help relieve them of stress. Mm -hmm. And it's not your mission. Mm-mm. Candace, you also just said something too, that I think is really important. That was boundaries. He gave a really good example, having somebody set up a firm boundary like that. You, you respected that and that having someone do that to you actually encouraged you mm-hmm. to do the same. And I think we need to look at this in the same frame of boundaries. Don't necessarily keep people out. They actually bring people in, in some ways, or they bring things in. Right. And I think that when we start looking at those top priorities as boundaries for us, and when we stay firm to our boundaries, it makes other people give the respect as well. And they can even help us stay firm on our boundaries unintentionally. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. We're, as we're talking about like those top three things, what do both of you, if you were to go, these are my top three priorities, what would you say they are? Well, I mean, we've talked about a lot of them for me to right now because I've really, really been trying to focus. I've expressed this season has been really tough for me with um, transitioning with menopause and things and the weight staying on and I really, really am prioritizing the exercise and the movement. I I like to call the movement just feels less, you know, Mm -hmm. moving and adding quality food to my diet. I know of the first two. And then also setting aside time for me because it's been filled. My day is filled with caretaking and keeping another human alive and thriving (laughs) and keeping a husband fed and things that there's sometimes not enough time for me to just be. So I would say that those are three non-negotiables for me or three mission critical things that I have to do. I need to move. I need to make quality food or have that allowed in my diet. And then I need time for myself. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just 30 minutes, because I am finding myself, I can get depressed quickly if I don't mm-hmm. carve out that time. 
Mm-hmm. When you when you were carving out that time, are you looking at your schedule and going, I'm going to do it here, 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 and here, and this is what I'm going to do during this time? Or I actually had a conversation with David, with my husband, and I said, you know, when you get home, welcome home. Um, I I kind of the food's ready, but I just need to decompress when you like I need 30 minutes longer if you want to, but at least 30 minutes to just go upstairs, not being antisocial. Glad you're back. I just kind of need to to be. Mm-hmm. And he supported me in that. And it's made a world of difference. Mm-hmm. But I was afraid to ask initially because I'm like, well, he just got home and it's not fair because he's been home. all You know, he's been at work all day. But he told me that that was more than appropriate because he wanted to spend time with our son. And it was a great time and we worked it out. But I had to be bold and uh, courageous enough to say it. And that mm-hmm. might sound silly, but that was that's hard for me because I tend to want to just do and push through for others. Mm-hmm. You asked for what you needed. Yeah, that was that was that was new, and it almost made me tearful when he was like, "Yeah, it's like, but you heard me right, thirty, thirty minutes, sixty times thirty. And when when in the history of David has he ever said no to something? That's why he that said you're so better. like you know if there was like dramatic and then a picture like <laughs> like you would think I'm like listen here girl you better make me this he's like it's never been that and I'm like please sir can I have thirty minutes I want some more time some more. <laughs> Our UK listeners yeah. are cringing so hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, y'all, y'all. <laughs> Ricky, what about you? What are your top threes? I think, I mean, I think planning with the food, planning in regards to the food and like knowing because I tend to be social. So I do tend to have a, a lot of brunch plans and things. So the planning around that and the planning for the foods that I'm going to eat at home. Um, is really important. Um, the movement I would say is, is an important piece. And then just for me, community is huge. And that, that means you guys, (laughs) that includes my church family. It includes my, all my different groups of girlfriends. And, and I think I get, even though I I would say I'm definitely an introvert, like I look forward to spending time with people and having conversations with people. And that just, energizes me. Um, and in, in a way, sometimes it's a form of self-care just to to be able to talk to someone and to be able to, especially if we have things in common, that's just something that gives me energy. Um, so I would say those are my priorities. Quality time. Mm-hmm. Quality time. Love language. Yeah. <laughs> what I love that. What are your well, <clears throat> I think I, I may have already, meal prep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the meal prep the exercise and I'm going to, you know, I would probably put the water in with the meal prep, like, mm-hmm. but, but I've had to make this a really big focus. Mm-hmm. This hasn't, ding, ding, ding. if you're on the podcast, we're all holding up our water bottles that we all currently have sitting in front of us. And- I've really needed to make water and the hydration a really important thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I would say right now priorities are the meal prep and the tracking that that all goes hand in hand definitely the water and definitely the movement. That one's been a low, that one's been low on the list and that needs to, especially over the past two weeks. And that needs, that needs to come up higher. That needs to be with an equal weight, no pun intended with everyone, everything else. Mm -hmm. So, but those are, 
those are definitely for a happier Aaron. Those are for sure. Top, top, top priorities. So and I did have to, I know we're getting ready to wrap up, but I wanted to point out that Amy and our Facebook group, just as a motivation for you, Aaron, to meal prep and to always share, she has her carcass from her chicken, her rotisserie chicken. And she said, I'm planning on making some chicken rice soup and thought I should try making my broth. Wow. And Aaron, this is the impact you have. See, when you meal prep, it runs over mm-hmm. and you are able to bless others. Yes. I was like, you know what? This is going to make Aaron's whole day to see this carcass <laughs> on the screen. I'm not even playing. That makes me so excited <laughs> that somebody is using that carcass and getting broth out of it. Oh <laughs> so, you know, that's, but I think that's, that really is a point because when we are doing the things that we do that make us feel good, we can help bless others and they can bless others. And it's just a yep a ball that keeps rolling. Listen, yeah. I just want when people bump into me <laughs> that the overflow that, that comes out on them is love. Yeah. Oh, I thought not- you were going to say is a, is a carcass is a, <laughs> well, I really thought you were going to say what I want, when I see people, I just want them to throw their carcasses at me. <laughs> oh, and I want that too. So <laughs> But when you do think about like, what is it when you interact with people, what do you, what do you want people to walk away with mm-hmm. from you? And I, that's, that's what I want. Yeah. I want people to not feel like they can't approach me. I don't want people to feel like I'm always grumpy. I don't want people to have any, any type of feeling. I want them to be able to go, gosh, she's always so nice. Gosh, man, I know that if I go to her, she's always willing to help. Mm-hmm. And I need to do these things so that I can be that that person, yeah. you know, that I want others to be able to, to experience. So, well, listen, we would love for you to jump into the Real WW Talk Facebook group. We'd love to hear what your top three priorities are. Maybe that'll help you think as we kind of shift into this new season, maybe to set a game plan for yourself so that you can be successful in the next season and we don't hit that little burnout thing like we typically do, but also get curious about why, why do we hit that space? What's happening? Go along with that and start to really, you know, dive into those things. Because I do think we all have our own life cycles. I notice for myself that in August, I start to feel a little bit of the depression. It's very interesting. Um, And so why is that? Let me think about that a little bit more and let me, let me see what that could be. So I love it. (laughs) All right. Well, have a great week and we will catch up with you next time. Bye. Bye.